This recording is intended to be used as an educational resource for healthcare providers. It is in no way a substitute for the independent decision making and judgment of a qualified healthcare professional. It should not be used to make a diagnosis or to overrule the advice of a qualified healthcare provider, nor should it be used to provide advice for emergency medical treatment. Rwandan National Neonatal Protocol Thermoregulation by Francois Bezierme Introduction Hello, my name is Francois Bezierme. I'm MCH Program Manager at PIH Institute Muzima. I'm going to discuss the thermoregulation. Overview By the end of the chapter, participants will be able to describe the four ways that the newborn can lose heat, identify key measures to prevent hypothermia in newborns, describe the benefits of kangaroo mother care and demonstrate the proper procedure, describe safe and appropriate procedures for the use of radiatomas and incubators to prevent hypothermia. Considerations in neonatal thermal regulation. Why is it important to regulate the temperature of a newborn? Hypothermia is a silent killer, contributing to up to 40% of neonatal death in Rwanda, worsening growth and development and increasing hospital length of stay. Temperature regulation is essential immediately after birth given the risk posed by hypothermia. Hypothermia can cause increased oxygen and energy consumption resulting in hypoxia, metabolic acidosis, hypoglycemia, apnea, neonatal cold injury, bleeding, failure to gain weight, and ultimately mortality. Newborn can lose heat through a combination of four physical processes. These include evaporation, conduction, convection, and radiation. Evaporative cooling occurs when water evaporates from a newborn skin or breath. Conduction is heat loss directly to a solid surface with which the newborn is in contact. Convection is heat loss to current of cooler air. Radiation is heat loss via electromagnetic waves from a newborn skin to surrounding surfaces. Methods to prevent hypothermia focus on these four principles of heat loss. The first method is to raise the ambient air temperature and avoid drafts of cool air. At birth, babies can be dried and wrapped in warm towel. Skin-to-skin -skin contact, typically from a mother's chest, can be an additional heat source. Use of a heart we also help to keep the baby warm because the head is a large source of heat loss. Newborn's temperature should be monitored every three hours. Kangaroo mother care or KMC is an important heating method for low birth weight newborns. KMC transfers heat to newborns by conduction and can be used to prevent hypothermia and allow for an earlier hospital discharge. It has the added benefit of enabling frequent breastfeeding. To receive kangaroo mother care, a newborn must meet certain criteria, 
The newborn must be stable and must not be in respiratory distress, hemodynamic instability, or systemic sign of sepsis. Nasocanular oxygen and nasogastric feeds are not a contraindication to KMC if the baby has a stable cardiorespiratory status. To perform kangaroo care, press the newborn on the chest of a responsible adult, maximizing skin-to-skin -skin contact. It is important that the newborn's face not be covered and that good hand hygiene is employed to prevent infection. KMC can be provided either continuously or intermittently. If a low birth weight newborn is hypothermic at the beginning of KMC, temperature should be measured one hour later to ensure improvement. Infant may be discharged to continue KMC at home if their temperature has remained stable for at least three days and the method is tolerated well by both the infant and mother. It is important to provide the mothers with emotional support as they may feel stigma or blame for having low birth weight newborns. All low birth weight newborns should have follow-up appointments scheduled to assess temperature and weight gain within the first week of discharge. Newborns should be readmitted if the mother is unable to continue providing KMC, if weight gain is less than 10 grams per day, or if any other danger signs are present. Artificial heat source provides an alternative to kangaroo care, but should be used with caution due to the risk of hyperthermia and burns. Newborns should be monitored closely when receiving artificial heat sources. It is important to review instructions specific to the radiantoma or incubator prior to use. Radiant warmers can provide newborns with radiant heat through a heat lamp that projects infrared rays. Temperature of a radiant warmer can either be controlled manually, called manual mode, or by the newborn skin temperature, called skin mode. In manual mode, a percentage of power from 0 to 100% is selected on the radiant warmer. This mode is generally used to pre-warm the mattress at delivery for initial stabilization or resuscitation, or for procedures such as phlebotomy, IV placement, or lumbar puncture. No skin probe is needed. However, this mode should not be used for more than 30 minutes and the newborn should not be left unattended in this mode due to the risk of temperature instability and burns. In skin mode, radiant heat from the heat lamp is controlled by the temperature of a newborn skin. The heat lamp will adjust its output based on the newborn skin temperature and the desired set temperature. When using this mode, be sure that the temperature skin probe is on the side of the patient facing the heat.
This mode is most appropriate for monitor unstable newborn and to provide additional heat to hypothermic newborns if an incubator is not available and the KMC is not sufficient. Incubators are typically used for preterm and low birth weight babies who need an external heat source for more than 24 hours. Incubators heat the area surrounding the baby to provide a warmer environment than ambient room temperature. There are two modes for incubators, air mode and skin mode. In air mode, the air temperature inside the incubator is maintained at the set temperature. This means that the newborn must still regulate their own temperature to the set environment, which requires the use of calories. Air mode should be used for hypothermic newborns weighing more than 1.5 kg. Preterm and developed birth weight babies who are stable and gaining weight can also use air mode. Otherwise, it should only be used when an incubator with skin mode function is not available. Be sure to monitor the infant's actual temperature every three hours when using air mode. In skin mode, the temperature inside the incubator is maintained and controlled by the newborn skin temperature. If the newborn skin temperature changes from the set temperature, the incubator will adjust the heat output to restore the baby's skin to the set temperature. This mode minimizes calorie expenditure on thermoregulation and thus help to maximize weight gain. This mode can be dangerous, however, if the probe falls off of the infant. Only one baby should be placed in each incubator to control infection and cater to each infant's particular temperature needs. Skin mode should be used for preterm and low birth weight babies who require an external heat source for more than 24 hours. It is a priority for extremely low birth weight infants and very low birth weight infants with unstable condition or poor weight gain. The skin probe must be properly placed to prevent hyperthermia. And axillary temperature should be monitored every three hours. Here is a flowchart for hypothermia management which provides a summary of this material. Case studies. In order to review what you have learned so far, we will practice with a case study about a newborn patient named Alice. Alice is a two hours old, 32 weeks gestational girl weighing 1.5 kg, who is admitted to the neonatal unit. On admission, she has a heart rate of 120 beats per minute, a respiration rate of 40 breathe per minute, and body temperature of 35.2 degrees Celsius. What should you do? You should have the mother initiate kangaroo mother care and put a heart on Alice if one is available. Reassess Alice's temperature in one hour. An hour later, Alice's temperature is 35.7 degrees Celsius and you notice that 
She now has respiratory distress, including grunting and retractions. What should you do next? Notify the doctor of a change in exam. If a radiant warmer is available, discontinue KMC and place Alice under irradiant heat to more closely assess her. You should also initiate treatment for respiratory distress, including oxygen therapy. Prescribe antibiotics if they have not yet been prescribed. Which mode on radiant warmer should you use? Skin mode should be used, and the temperature should be set to 36.5 degrees Celsius initially. Measure the actual temperature when skin and set temperatures match. Then adjust the set temperature accordingly. Continue to assess the temperature every 3 hours and adjust the set temperature as is needed to keep the infant ethermic. Alice is now ready to go home. Her discharge weight is 1.85 kg and her estimated postmenstrual age is 34 weeks and 2 days. She has had a stable temperature with KMC for the past 3 days and has been gaining weight on full breast milk feed for the last 4 days. What are the correct discharge instructions regarding thermoregulation? The mother should continue KMC at home after discharge. An appointment will be needed in one week to check for adequate thermoregulation and weight gain, as well as any danger sign. We will now go over another case study for additional practice, this time about a newborn named David. David is a one hour old, 29 weeks gestational boy who weighs 900 grams. He is admitted to the neonatal unit with a heart rate of 150 beat per minute, respiration rate of 75 breath per minute, and a temperature of 35.7 degrees Celsius. What should you do? You should preheat a clean incubator and stabilize the patient on a radiant warmer on skin mode for 1 to 2 hours. Initiate treatment for respiratory distress with oxygen therapy and CPAP if available. You should also prescribe antibiotics if they have not already been prescribed. Transfer David to an incubator when ready. What artificial heat source and mode should you use? Place David in an incubator using skin mode for preterm and stable infant. Set the temperature to 36.5 degrees Celsius and measure his actual temperature one hour later. One hour later, David's temperature is 35.9 degrees Celsius. What do you do? Increase the set temperature on the incubator to 37 degrees Celsius and recheck David's temperature in one hour. Adjust accordingly until his actual temperature is between 36.5 degrees Celsius and 
37.5 degrees Celsius. Continue to check his temperature every three hours once he is thermic. The following day, David's temperature is 38.4 degrees Celsius. There are no vital signs documented overnight and you remember that the night nurse was not experienced in incubator management. What do you do? Notify the doctor of a change in exam and lower the set temperature by 0.5 degrees. Monitor David's vital signs and perform a physical exam for signs of sepsis. His physical exam is normal and his vital signs are otherwise stable. But you notice that the skin probe is not attached to the newborn. Now what do you do? You should reattach the skin probe and check the temperature every hour. If this is iatrogenic hypothermia, you may need eventually to increase the set temperature again now that the probe is attached. One week later, David's clinical status is stable on nasal cannula and his weight is 1.2 kg. His temperature has remained between 36.5 degrees Celsius and 37.5 degrees Celsius for two days with a set temperature of 35.5 degrees Celsius. What do you do? It is a time to transition David to KMC while monitoring his temperature every hour until it is stable between 36.5 degrees Celsius and 37.5 degrees Celsius. You may attend KMC with heating in the incubator if this is necessary to support the transition. Summary Having completed this chapter, you should now be able to describe the four ways that newborns can lose heat, identify key measures to prevent hypothermia in newborns, describe the benefits of kangaroo mother care and demonstrate the proper procedure, describe safe and appropriate procedures for the use of radiant tumors and incubators to prevent hypothermia. Remember this key point on thermoregulation. Thermoregulation is fundamental immediately after birth. Newborns can lose heat through evaporation, conduction, convection, and radiation. Hypothermia can be prevented by a number of methods, including raising the temperature of the ambient air, wrapping the newborn in a warm towel, and providing KMC. KMC should be initiated in all stable low birth weight infants. It is advantageous because it prevents hypothermia, enables frequent breastfeeding, and allows for earlier hospital discharge. Artificial heat sources should be used with caution to avoid hypothermia and burns. Clinicians should always read the instruction for the specific radiant roma or incubator prior to use. Thank you so much for your kind attention.
This recording is a production of Open Pediatrics, a free and open access resource for pediatric clinicians worldwide. For more pediatric care materials or to join our global community, please visit our website at openpediatrics.org. Thank you.